0: The Mix Room with Genelec.
1: Very warm welcome to The Mix Room on Headliner Radio. Today we're joined by audio engineer and managing director of Tile Yard X, Jack Freeguard. Jack, welcome to the show,
0: man. How are you? Thank you very much, Colby. I'm glad to be here. I'm I'm very well, thanks. And how are you?
1: Yeah, very well, thank you. It's a pleasure to be be chatting today, mate. Where are you uh, joining us from today, Jack? And uh, what have you been up to so far this week?
0: Well, I'm uh, joining you from the comfort of my living room right now, (laughs) after a very intense weekend of Tile Yard delivering our second uh, annual gear fest. Yes. So we've just had uh, all of our studios have been taken over by all of the usual faces and hardware, software across the audio industry. And, you know, uh, thousands of 1500 people came down on our estate over the weekends and and got to sample some of the wares. It was a really fantastic weekend, and um, you know the, the geek inside me as well got to <laughs> see some great new tech and some old tech too. So that's that's uh, that's been my week and weekends. Yeah, it sounds
1: awesome. Sounds awesome. Busy times for sure. Yeah,
0: very busy. Yeah, very uh, intense, so, but good fun at the same work, time, yeah, and yeah. it's great to, to bring the you know we've 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 got a large community at Tallyard Yard of you know engineers, music producers, creative businesses etc but it's great to see to bring in some of the the tool makers as it were into that community to to meet some of the faces on our on our campus.
1: Yeah absolutely absolutely tell us a little bit about uh, your professional background Jack and how I suppose how you first got acquainted and and involved with Tile Yard as an (laughs) organisation.
0: I call it professional background uh, loosely but my (laughs) I suppose I started life um, as a songwriter um, mm-hmm. in the right place at the right time. I, I managed somehow to get a publishing deal when I was a teenager, um, but that kind of opens my eyes to the world of engineering, which I fell in love with. And mm-hmm. kind of bounced bounced around as a freelancer for a number of years. Worked in and out various studios. I landed up at a studio called Sensible Music in North London, which is just around the corner from uh, Tail Yard Music. Mm-hmm. And, um, through close proximity, um, got introduced to Nick Keynes, who's essentially my boss and Paul Kemp, who owns Tile Yard. Yep. And, um, the rest is history, kind of formed a relationship, um, bounced around a few more studios and, um, ended up at Tile Yard's, um, kind of spearheading Tile Yard X, which is Tile Yard's first kind of attempt at commercial studios. Yes. So I guess you could say traditionally Tile Yard has, It's been a, a, you know, a short short to long term lease model where producers and engineers, um, businesses come in and take a, occupy a space. And Tau Yard has traditionally kind of designed and built those spaces around their needs and, um, we've now built our own spaces and that ranges from products, from production suites to photography studio, to podcast spaces, content spaces. Um, all on a twenty four seven hour access online platform.
1: Yeah, awesome, awesome. That was kind of going to be my next question, really, about Tire Yard X in terms of its its aims and its strategy and and sort of how it came about. Um, and obviously, there's there's a big appeal there for for music and content creators of of all
0: kinds, right? Absolutely, yeah. And I think that we you know we're kind of in an age now where. The industry landscape is much more synergistic. There's a much, you know, everything's consumed online. And I think there are, there's a Venn diagram between kind of like the digital creator, the content creator, the audio visual. There's a, there's a merriment between all of those disciplines and being able to create an environment where all of those things can come together and is, I think, quite a powerful thing. There's a few, few places popping up that offer, you know, very, varying kind of um production facilities across that range. Yeah. yeah. Um and yeah, I mean it's 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 a new age, it's a new world. Long, long gone are the days where everyone needs a large format studio with a multi-track console to to you know to to do what they need to do. People are working on their laptops Mm -hmm. and it's all about efficient workflow and collaboration. And we're creating a a platform and a place where that can happen. Um, But I think the kind of the motivation from Tile Yard's point of view was um, to create another access point into the community that existed. Tile Yard is Europe's largest creative community. Yes. And but in order to get it was this kind of felt like a bit of a bubble before I guess and in order to get into that community you would either need to have at least taken a lease out on a space or you know um, hung out in the cafe or attend some of the events but now there's another access point Tile Yard X where people can come for very low cost and get involved in some of the things that happen on site. Um, You know, and it's, I think it's, it's grown the Tile Yard's uh, kind of, it's growing the Tile Yard brand into a new, new kind of era. Yeah, definitely.
1: I definitely. I was going to ask, how does it kind of sit alongside uh, Tile Yard, like the main organisation? Is it sort of kind of a separate entity in that respect or is it, it I, I guess, I guess not. Yeah.
0: Sure. Well, I mean it depends from if you're talking from a legal standpoint or a sure or an operational yeah. standpoint. So T- Yard has many different verticals, right? So we have the education business which is uh, you know delivering master's courses and uh, into music business and songwriting and then you have the label which has you know publishing label management sure and then we have the F&B businesses etc and a few other verticals and they all sit to, they all are separate legal entities but they all form part of one and operationally we don't like to draw the line between the between all of them they're yeah. a, they're a family of of businesses and um yeah we I, I don't think we sit you know boots on the ground we see it that way and um it's all i guess the common aim is just to to kind of exp, you know um create and facilitate collaboration across all of those different businesses is, is the yes. key aim and yeah. um, i guess that the the historic tagline of Yard is home of the independence and you can see by some of the businesses that take you know um take the uh, residence there that that's the case with businesses like believe and um ableton and yes uh yes. Platoon, so on and so forth
1: yeah absolutely absolutely what's your role uh these days jack um obviously managing director but what sort of your day to day look like um when it comes to the uh, tile yard X stuff
0: i mean it's so varied um on the i guess overall you know i have um operational oversight of of tile yard X yeah. and that sometimes bleeds into tile Yard operations as well we we collaborate with the with the core team um and we also have a site up in Wakefield, um yes. which i was very um very much a part of in terms of the implementation of of the the studio build up there um and then we also have a tire yard x up there too um day to day it can be anything from you know normal operational duties to helping out with technical um i've got a very you know very skilled very young hungry um talented team um but there's not many of us and we have in you know for example in london we have about 15 16 studios and when it's busy which it is all the time at the moment and when we're doing about 150 to 200 bookings a month at the oh, moment wow. yeah it's intense and you know it's all hands on deck um and you know there's the little things that build up you know the small like finding and fetching a USB C cable or you know this interface the the TRS input is buzzing, yeah. grab your soldering iron, and then needs to put together an XLR cable that snaps or so you know, it's it's it really varies from day to day. And I kind of I have a philosophy of my team where it's not I don't like it to feel hierarchical. Yeah. Um yeah. we win and lose as a team. We all work together and um all you know put our elbows in, get stuck in where we can. So I like to think that I'm down there with the guys and as well as helping grow the business and and see see the areas in which we can expand into because there's always you know especially in the world of content and on you know social media um that kind of thing, there's always new technology and new ways to accommodate and think about how we can um bring in um another section of that yes. uh, community into tall yards so yeah very varied is the short answer yeah, after cool. my very long cool. answer <laughs>
1: no cool that's cool um i just want to segue slightly and you mentioned the wakefield uh studio um obviously you've got the red studio in london and it's cotton mill um in wakefield um you've installed a pair of genelecs uh in both studios um Mm -hmm. 8351b's and w371a's respectively um Mm -hmm. i I suppose tell us a little bit about both the locations first jack i know there's a dolby atmos room at the london site
0: um Mm -hmm.
1: Has Tile Yard always had a relationship with Genelec as a company?
0: No, okay. um, not that I'm aware of. Um, and <laughs> Genelec, however, uh, might not like me saying this, but I've, I've, through my engineering career, I, I was, I've always, my, my, I've worked on Genelecs every now and then. I've never really been that enamoured by them. Um, I've always found them, you know, really kind of you know I, I know people that love them um and i've always found them a bit nice a bit polite not very inspiring until i heard the this 83 series the ones and it's right across the range from the 83 is it thirty ones, all the way up to the sixty ones. yeah um for me it was just a, a sublime monitoring experience i just and if you've i don't know if you've ever been down to the the room at rack, um, the I Atmos have, room. Yeah, yeah. That that's that's one of I think one of the best sounding Atmos rooms in the cut that I've been into. Anyway, it's just in terms of phase coherency mm. and just it's just, in, it's just it's 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 another level. And I think that comes from the design, um, being able to, you know, that it's not really a dual concentric design, is it? Because you've got the woofer and you've got the. Yes, yes. it's kind of similar to um just able to that pinpoint to maintain that pinpoint accuracy across the whole sound field Mm. um I and then just as a stereo um pair you know we've as you say we've got the 8361s and the W371As uh, both in London and Wakefield and they're phenomenal they're absolutely phenomenal they they I've not heard imaging quite like it um so yeah, I I it was a no-brainer for me to to get those in after I heard them. Yeah, and I yeah. think they've done the, the technology, the GLM, is it GLM, GML, That's GLM? It, GLM. Yeah, GLM calibration, yeah,
1: yeah.
0: The G- calibration tools are fantastic. I mean, look, we've we're in a very lucky position where all of our studios are designed and built well, designed by an old friend of mine, Chris Wolves, who I've worked with for years. And he's for me one of the best in the industry. Um and so we, we were already winning with our rooms. Uh, but then, and you know nor- and normally Chris or Matt Ward would would do our, our monitor lineups. And Matt has lined up our monitors in these rooms. And they sound fantastic. Awesome. But the GLM got us pretty darn close. And um, yeah, very impressed. That's, that's you know, yeah. very, very impressed. Yeah, yeah.
1: I mean, was it just a case of, uh, I mean, what were the sort of requirements for each of the studios? I mean, it goes without saying really you want accurate, point source monitoring was it just a case of looking around and seeing what was available um and and genelec kind of uh you, you settled on that
0: yeah i mean look the thing one of the, one of the i mean all right so answer your question in two parts so the first thing is what is the requirements of the room um what's really key for tallyard x is you know why why, why are people going to come in and use our spaces mm-hmm. when a lot of people have their own studios their home studios apart from the ability to come into central london and collaborate well you want spot on monitoring you want that auditory experience to be a level up so that it's an experience when either you're doing playback sessions or you're mixing or mastering or whatever it is you just get you just have that confidence that you're getting you know what you're hearing so that's that's requirement run one um but requirement two is I think it's something a bit more esoteric than that. And it's how, how, how speakers make you feel. And that's a very subjective thing because, you know, we've, we demoed a, a number of different high-end monitoring systems and they're all spectacular in their own way. And, you know, you're splitting hairs between them in terms of what they're delivering to you um, in the studio. But something, I don't know, there was something for me across, you know all of our engineers and all the people we played them played those Genelets to in those in that room where there was just a consistent thing of like oh yeah no this sounds this is right yeah it's yeah. not it's you know it's it, it was more than just it's hard to explain it's more than just accuracy and sat stereo field and transient response it's it's kind of like oh it feels right i, I don't know how to describe that yeah yeah um and it, you know what? And it's different in every room, right? So the, those Genelecs might, you know, in a different room, they might. Or even though with all the, you know, all of the technology around the GLM and stuff like that, it might be that you put, put a different pair of monitors in there and they feel right. It's a weird thing. Yeah. A, and yeah, I've, yeah. You know, I've been in a lot of lot of control rooms with a lot of different pairs of monitors where in one studio I've heard a pair of speakers and I'm like, I don't really like them. And I go into another studio I'm like, wow, these sound absolutely spectacular. Yeah,
1: yeah. Well, it, just, so, it just depends doesn't it like you say it's it all depends on the room as well um i mean the 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 ones are particularly suited for for these kind of spaces obviously they bring a lot of along with a lot of advantages um and you've you've mm-hmm. alluded to that already but um I'm, I'm assuming you've you know since you've installed them you've had some good feedback and and all that kind of stuff
0: oh absolutely i mean we've got a wide range of genres that go into these rooms we do a lot of you know a lot of grime a lot of hip-hop they love it because the subs you know they extend quite low they get they get that punchiness because of the transient response um we've had a lot of kind of with the the room that they're in in london is the run the one studio where we have a a live room with a upright piano and a drum kit yeah so we get a lot of a lot of tracking overdubbing sessions we've had quartets recorded in there um and we also Funnily enough, in that room have a lot of like audiobook and ADR and okay. voiceover stuff. And across all of those fields, the feedback is just no, we we loved it. and people come back to that room because of the monitoring. Yeah. Awesome. Um, which is why we then, you know, we we decided to go ahead and put them up in Wakefield because we wanted a consistent experience. And essentially the room that they're in in Wakefield is, is pretty much the same design in terms of the room. So we kind of knew that they were gonna work. Yeah. Um yeah no very the, the feedback has been very consistent fantastic very consistent
1: awesome awesome um what are your plans for tile yard x jack um <laughs> in in the in the near future and beyond i suppose like what what's in the pipeline is there anything that you are allowed to talk about sure. at the moment um that you're excited about
0: yeah I guess i can uh, um am I allowed? Yeah. I suppose so. I've I mean we've got a, a strong desire to use tile Yard X as a, a as a vehicle to scale tile yards. Yes. So the the straight the, the the difficult thing is with tile yards it's it grew organically. I mean Nick did I think an absolutely astronomical job of growing and building and curating the community that exists there. Yes. But it's 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 it's, the, it's his magic that's done that. It's his it's not formulaic there's no there's no operating model that could repeat that and also i think depending on the territory there are different kind of variables that you know the ingredients that make up what, what makes a creative hub is really depends on what's going on in any specific city or town Definitely. um yeah
1: yeah
0: so with tal yard x there's more of um there's more of an operating model and a configuration to then drop into ter- to a territory and be modular with it to kind of see well what works what doesn't work and if it takes flight then yeah for sure you could probably use that as a as a leader to then um instantiate a larger tile yard and yes. there is there is an appetite for us to be you know in in various places more places around the uk we've got our eyes on and we've got some our eyes on some key places around the world i, I won't be specific but yeah absolutely there's a, there's a desire to expand but the i think it only works if we collaborate with um key people from each of those territories sure. territories and areas to make it a success because what we found what i mean what we've the philosophy with wakefield has always been and uh, and i think that and definitely still is is that it belongs to the people of of west yorkshire it doesn't it's not the london company coming up to the north to try and make money out of everybody yes, it's yeah. uh very much with the people we've hired are from the fabric of that community yeah and needs to build you know these things i believe that with creative hubs um, once they build up a certain center of gravity then people start then becoming attracted to it and it creates more industry on top layers on top of layers yeah absolutely Um, yeah so i think yeah i think there's 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 a there's a a dream on the horizon and (laughs) Definitely. We'll see what happens, watch yeah. the space.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I, I mean, you've kind of already answered this um, just now. Uh, and My kind of final question was going to be, uh, could you offer some thoughts on the overall success story of Tile Yard, which, like I say, you've you've just kind of alluded to, because the expansion over the years has has been quite incredible, um, and I just wanted to yeah. sort of get your
0: thoughts on that. I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a unique... Um, And very special community i think again it's it comes down to um it it was happenstance i don't think when paul bought the estate i don't think that was ever the intention and nick Keynes is the person who's responsible for what's in there very very much so i mean he's he's kind of done it by just connecting people and um and you know it's very much a curated community so Mm
1: -hmm.
0: been very kind of hard and fast on the rules around like you know no we don't want wet labs or med tech or you know we want it needs to be creative industries and also incubating talent and helping you know being you know Paul's very very much as well invested in a lot of businesses that have been on the estate through you know businesses like Spitfire and Two Tribes Brewery which is a huge now a huge part of our community there with campfire um you know we've got barbecue restaurant and we do parties through the night and I, I i can't i don't know it's one it's it's difficult to put a finger on as i said it's not it's not been formulaic it's just grown yeah, organically yeah. and it was weird i think as well because king's cross 10 years ago you know you didn't have the whole music industry up there and i think a lot of people probably were you know thought it was a, a strange location to 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 kind of pursue this kind of yeah, yeah hub but you know look at what's happened now you've got everyone's up there sony universal um google youtube yes absolutely. and, and obviously that's i'm not saying that has anything to do with Yard, but um it's certainly um it's a fortuitous confluence of events shall we say
1: yes and it's and, definitely brought a kind and, of vibrancy to the area right um and, oh, without a doubt. and uh yeah i mean i've been there a few times myself and every time i go it's just it's just a fun place to be like you say um very kind of you know community spirit everyone's um just looking out for each other and uh yeah it's just a, a great kind of creative hub um and well that's um, it
0: yeah. i think nick's nick's philosophy and, and much as mine as well is that if you are a creator business then you can't work in isolation and those kind of happy accidents that happen you know there's conversations in the cafe or what I, in my my experience back in the day when you know some of the older studios were still around multi-studio complexes where you'd be in your room um I used to have a studio in a place called Fortress in Old Street mm-hmm. in like 2003 to 2007 and the great thing about that was uh, you know you could walk down to the bar and you'd meet someone that you would never collaborate with in a hundred years and hit it off and then go back up to your studio and before you know it you've got a collab that is really unique or you know something uh, takes you to a different place and those kind of that that kind of magic can only happen if you can if you have a if you can facilitate an environment where where it can happen yeah yeah, yeah. and I think Tal Yard does that in spades, it just creates opportunity for so many different types of businesses. You know, we've got branding agencies, we've got PR companies, we've got lots of people across the music, tech and digital uh, landscape. And there are so there's so many synergies that happen, there's so many success stories that happen. Um, And it's just a joy to see and it happens without much prompting from the team and from us. It just happens organically because of the curation of the community. Um and I think that's what makes Tile Yard
1: Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. I think uh I think that's a nice place for us to round it up, Jack. I think that's most of the things I wanted to uh to chat to you about. Um it's been super interesting nice hearing about your role and uh and about Tile Yard X. Um very excited to see what's uh what's gonna come next. And um thanks so much for your time.
0: Thank you, uh, Colby, for having me on. It's been an absolute pleasure.
1: You're very welcome, man.